You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and a host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description description below. Like I said, we have so much to break down tonight. If you're listening to this on the podcast and you're listening to a rebroadcast of our Thursday Night Live, we go live on Instagram and on the YouTube, youtube.com slash justplainzack. Hopefully you're watching live and if you're not, well then I hope you're enjoying this rebroadcast. Replay crew, I see you in the comments. Drop a comment below if you are in the replay crew. Hello, everyone watching live. Hi, Carrie G. Hi, Cassandra. Or sorry, hi C Sanders. Why are Garcelle's kids being attacked? I don't get it. We'll get into that in just a moment. Loved your interview with Jenny. Thank you, Melissa Torres. Let's do it. Real Houses of Beverly Hills took a break this week. Yes, they did. Yes, they did, Jeremy. Yes, they did. Okay, who's on YouTube? Ayoko, what's going on, Ayoko? Shaylin, hi, Shaylin. Adam Rabble, hello. Hi, hello to the Zach Pack. What's going on, Zach Pack? What's going on? If you're watching this right now live, hi, babe. Hi, Anna Paz. Um, Comment what city, state, country you're watching live from. Let me know so I can give you a little shout out. Oh, sorry, my nose is a little stuffy. Um, hi Jackie, hi Ross, hi Coffee Buzz, hi Christy, Haley, Flying Monkeys. Hey guys, hope you guys caught my interview with Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg. It was a great interview. I had a blast. Um, okay, I feel like we've got a nice, decent enough crowd. Ooh, Adam is calling in or is watching from San Antonio, Texas. Shaylin is from Seattle, Washington. Russ is calling in from. Wolfboro. Oh, interesting. Oh, hi from Maryland, USA, baby. Hi, passenger shaming. What's good? What's good? Ooh, how cute are you looking from Ohio? Oh, hello. I'm single, NJ son. Your Jenny McCarthy interview was so good. Okay, thank you. I, ooh, from Melbourne, from Lancashire, UK. From Canada, Palm Springs, New York, Memphis. Washington State. I love it. I love it. Ireland, Chicago, Tampa. Wow. Hi, guys. Florida. Hi, Holly. Um, thank you guys for if you I mean, the, the Jenny interview, I just want to say before we get into the tea, thank you guys so much for supporting it, for sharing it. Um, if you really do enjoy it and you're watching this or you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review. You guys have no idea how much the reviews really do help with podcast rankings, with exposure. The reviews are just so, so monumental to us podcasters and they're free. It takes two seconds or maybe like two minutes at best, two minutes at best, maybe like 30 seconds. So please leave me an Apple review on Apple Podcasts. They really do mean so, so much. The Jenny interview was great. It's gotten picked up everywhere. I was in Newsweek today this morning. I was like, I don't think I've ever been in Newsweek, but okay. Newsweek, Perez Hilton. Um, Last week we were in E! News and Us Weekly and People and all the places. Last week we had a huge press week with the the Meredith interview. This week we're having a huge press week with Jenny McCarthy. It was such a fun interview. If you haven't caught it yet, please give it a listen and, and let me know what you guys think. Hi, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. What's going on? 
Zach Pack is international. I know that's right, Russ Davis. Okay, so shall we get into all of the tea? We're going to talk about, okay, we're going to break down the Real Houses of Atlanta reunion looks. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm going to try my best to describe the looks for you. We'll give a Nini update. We're going to talk about Sheena and Brock's wedding. And then we're also going to talk about the Real Houses of Beverly Hills being the target of cyberbullying and Bravo now speaking out in support of Garcelle. Let's kick it off with Sheena and Brock. Congrats to Sheena Marie and Brock Davies. They are now officially the Davies family, I guess, because I don't know if he changed his name to Honey Davies. When we had them on, she said that she wanted him to change her name to Honey Davies. That way she could be Sheena Honey Davies and and he could be Brock Honey Davies because that's his mother's maiden name. Not entirely sure. But anyway, Mazel Tov to Sheena and Brock. I have out my don't play with me. Your husband's in the pool. One, because Sheena now has a husband. And two, oh, wait, I meant to pull out my, I actually meant to be drinking the Atlanta can tonight. But um, I guess tonight we're celebrating Joyzy in honor of Sheena Shea celebrating New Mexico. Cheers, girl. Mm. <sighs> Available at nofilterwine.com. 13% alcohol by volume, less than a gram of sugar. Drink responsibly, must be 21 or older. Nofilterwine.com. Okay, so they had a ceremony at Dream Natura Resort and Spa in Cancun, Mexico. They were joined by Ariana and Raquel, who were in the wedding. They were also joined by Sandoval, Schwartz, Lala was there, Jackson, Brittany were there, James was DJing, DJ James Kennedy. DJ James Kennedy was there, Kristen Doty was there. So they had quite the cast um, of Vanderpump Rules. They were filming the show, so we will be able to see it on the new season of Vanderpump Rules. The wedding was beautiful, you guys. I don't know if you caught any of the Instagram stories or any of the photos. I believe it was in People Online, People Magazine Online, um, that had exclusive photos from the wedding. And it was just, it was really beautiful. The after party seemed really cool. It was like in this cave-style thing. Um... It looked like a lot, a lot of fun. Um, Sheena looked incredible. She was wearing a Paula 2 dress. Paula 2, you may remember from Gown and Out in Beverly Hills on Amazon Prime, if any of you guys caught that. He designed a custom dress for Sheena, and she looked gorgeous in it. She then, for the after party, unclear if like the, I guess I didn't research that enough. There was a reception and an after party. And I guess the after party was like a taco night where James was DJing. But I don't know if, unclear if that was the actual reception or if they had like a formal reception and then an after party because they did have like an actual like reception menu. So unclear. I might have to go back and look at some of those photos, but noticeably absent from the guest list were Lisa Vanderpump and Katie Maloney. Now, Katie said that she was in Mexico, but was just not in Mexico for Sheena Shea's wedding, or now she's Sheena Davies. She was not in Mexico for Sheena Davies' wedding to Brock. Interesting. Sounds like there's a little bit of beef. I hear Raquel has caused a bit of tension now that she and, and Schwartzy have kind of been doing a little flirty, dirty, ring-a-ding-ding. And um, so there seems to be, you know, something going on there. And I believe since Raquel is super close to Sheena, that might be part of the rift. Maybe it was awkward for Katie to attend. But I think it's weird that she was all, she also happened to be in Mexico, but just wasn't attending Sheena's wedding. Maybe she was planning on going and something happened at the last minute and she dipped out and did something else with a friend. Who knows? But Lisa Vanderpump also wasn't there. Uncertain why Lisa Vanderpump wasn't there. She did post a picture from Sheena's last wedding, which kind of awkward. But um, she did post a picture of them together and said, like, congratulated Sheena and Brock. 
A source claims that the reason she didn't attend is because she already attended one wedding of Sheena's and she didn't need to attend another. I feel like there has to be a better reason than that, right? Because it was being filmed for, for Vanderpump Rules, so I would assume, you know, there has to be a better reason. Maybe she was sick. Maybe she couldn't. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe she had a prior engagement to attend to. Anyway, congrats to Sheena and Brock. Cheers, you guys. I've seen the love firsthand. You guys are an incredible couple, and I'm so happy for you. Sheena seems so happy, so. Mm. <sighs> okay, let's talk Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So Bravo came out this week in defense of Jax, who is Garcelle Bouveau's son, who we saw, we saw, uh, We've seen him quite a bit on Real Houses Beverly Hills, actually. But so they issued a statement this week saying, we're shocked and appalled at the social comments directed at Garcelle's son. We urge our viewers and social followers alike to refrain from targeting our cast and their families with harmful rhetoric. So for the backstory, Garcelle posted a message from Jax to her Instagram story sharing that he had been receiving an influx of negative and racist messages directed at him and his family. Um, he went on to say that this is his first week of high school and instead of being, being able to enjoy that experience, for whatever reason, there was a flood of negative messages that were coming his way this week, um, or I guess recently. Unclear of how long the messages have been coming or what sort of directed them, but uh, the Beverly Hills cast has spoken out in support of Jax and in support of Garcelle, including Lisa Rinna, including Erica Jane, and including Diana Jenkins. They have all spoken out in support of Garcelle and of Jax. My thing here is, okay, you ready? You love a little Zach Pack rant? Here's a little Zach Pack rant. Get ready. Get ready. Cl- clutch your pearls because I'm about to get real with you. Guys, leave the kids out of it. What deranged, delusional people think that this is appropriate to be attacking kids? Whether they're young kids like Dorit's kids age or they're a little bit older like Kyle's daughter Portia and Jax, it's not appropriate. It's not okay. Leave the kids alone. Like what kind of loser has time to go on the internet and like say nasty things to children? It's bad enough that some of you already say nasty things to some of these housewives as it is, but you literally need to get off your cuckoo bird rocker, get a life, and stop trashing underage people, okay? It's one thing if your kid's in high school and they're being mean to each other. Not cool, not appropriate, but if you're a grown-ass woman sitting on your couch DMing a teenager, you're a loser and you need to get a life, okay? Not okay, not appropriate, stop it. This is why when Melissa Gorga, I know I briefly mentioned that she, there was the rumor, um, about the love child with her ex, Brian, a.k.a. Bulldog. And so when the rumors came out about one of their kids possibly being a love child with her ex, I was telling people, like, shut down the side-by-side picture comparisons with her kids. A rumor is a rumor, but don't drag the kids into it. Don't exploit the kids. Leave the kids alone, okay? Yes, the rumor's out there. Yes, we've talked about the rumor. Yes, it's floating. Melissa signed up for this. Even her ex, Bulldog Brian, he signed up for it as well by inserting himself into it and giving interviews to the press. We can talk about them because they've inserted themselves into the conversation. They're grown adults. Stop with the kids. Don't take the kids' pictures and circulate them on social media. Don't do side-by-side pictures. Get your shit together. Okay, because if you're really engaging in that type of behavior, 
One, it's bullshit. And two, you're a loser and you need to get a motherfucking life. Period. End of story. That. Okay. Like, when did people think that it was okay to, like, or even, like, I get it. Like, Dorit's kids aren't on social media, right? But yet people are still dragging them in her comments on her social media, which is equally inappropriate. Thank you, Carrie G10, for the three badges, my love. I appreciate that. Any love that you guys are sending me right now, I appreciate it. I will try to give you shout-outs as they're coming in. Thank you, Carrie G. Thank you, Mel Meth, for the two badges. You guys are so sweet. I appreciate you. Yes, Coffee Buzz. Let me tell you something about my family. We're as thick as thieves and we protect each other till the end. Snap, snap, pat the puss, Mallory. I know that's right. See, here's the thing. Caroline's kids came on the show. Caroline's kids were adults. They signed up for this. They filmed a spinoff show, Manzoed with Children. So that's different. They're adults Ashley, Jacqueline's daughter, an adult, inserted herself into this. I mean, granted, 18 years old, an adult, I feel like that's a little murky. Like, you also kind of need to cut them a bit of grace, even if they're technically legally adults. You know, we need to give them a little bit of grace because they're still technically children. They still need some growing up to do, you know? Um, But, I mean, come on. Oh, yes. Thank you, Red Sox, Sarah. Guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, smash the like button. If you're watching this and you're enjoying it, smash that like button. It really does help grow the YouTube channel. I'm trying to get to 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. Right now, we're at 17,000. So, that's only 3,000 away. So, tell your friends. Come subscribe to Zach Peter on YouTube. YouTube.com slash JustPlainZach. Love you since the Jenny interview. Thank you, Dean. I appreciate that. I love Jenny. I love Jenny. Maybe at the end of this, I'll answer some questions and talk about like how Jenny and I met and all of that stuff because a lot of people wanted to get that backstory. Um, but back to Beverly Hills. Like I remember when people were targeting Kyle's daughter, Portia. Awful. Trolling Dorit about her kids. Awful. These are children. This is a family. Imagine. Like I get it. If you want to put yourself out there, cool. But imagine, like, if you put yourself out there and then your kids end up, you know, the victim of this type of crap. It's not okay. We don't need to mob them on social media with negativity. Like, even mobbing the housewives. Like, listen to the fucking Jenny interview because we talk about that. And she's like, you know, when she is watching the show and she gets triggered by a housewife, she's like, what is it about this housewife that is triggering something in me? What is there a past trauma or a lesson that I haven't fully learned yet? Whatever it is. You know, you have to really look at that lens. I don't think enough people are self-aware enough, but hopefully after you listen to that interview, you'll tap more into your spiritual side. But attacking Jax, not okay. Attacking Portia, not okay. Attacking Jagger and Phoenix, not okay. Jackie. Phoenix, by the way, shout out to Phoenix. She stole the show on Beverly Hills last week. Sad that there's no episode this week, but go Phoenix when she was trying to help her mama not break a hip, okay? Um, But listen... Jax, you're probably not going to watch, you're probably not watching this, but Jax, energetically, um, somewhere in the cosmos, we send you love. I hope your first week of school has been great. Hopefully it's gotten a little bit better. You got a tough mama who loves you and who's, is proud of you and obviously is willing to go to bat for you against the public. So don't forget that. You got one good mama on your side. and You got a lot of housewives and Bravo fans on your side. And we all send you love. So guys, please just send love right now. You know, let's do it. Send a little love to everybody just in general. Um, I know people are saying Diana Jenkins is likely behind these attacks. Not true. Stop with these fake low budget rumors. Um, Diana is not behind it. 
trust me, Dan is not going to spend time to have someone cyber bully a teenager. Like, that's just deranged. I don't think any mother would encourage that type of, and Diana's spoken out in support of Garcelle and in support of Jax, okay? Think about it. Like, you as a mother, think of how many of you guys have kids. You as a mother, would you ever go on an attack against somebody else's child? Would you ever hire somebody to do it? Um, Yes, I see you guys commenting about Patrick. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I hate that we have to fucking talk about this, but I know that Patrick, this Patrick kid, has inserted himself again with his new conspiracy theory claiming that his firm was behind flooding Jax's social media with negative comments. He's now claiming that he was, I guess, hired, or I guess that's my own presumption, is that he was hired to push negative engagement. But he's claiming that he was hired to push negative engagement, not racist comments. He was never encouraged to promote racist rhetoric towards Jax. Um, He also said that he's looking into this with his team and his employees, I don't believe that any of this is true. Like, listen, he's sold us so many stories that have have really seemed to have been fake at this point. He's changed his story so many times at this point. I don't believe anything that he says. I really do not believe a damn thing that he says. Um, I don't believe that he really has a firm. I don't believe that he has celebrity clients. Like, who would hire this kid at this point? First of all, he's a, a child, number one. Um, any legitimate firm would have, like... I don't know, a website or something credible. I mean, even big time agencies, CAA, um, A3, Three Arts, even though they don't have a ton of information on their website, they still have a front. They still have a website um, with an office, a phone number, an email, an info email. Like, go on IMDb Pro, see if he represents any real celebrity clients. He doesn't. They list all of their clients. They list their lawyers, their agents, their managers, their publicists. It's He's not on there. Um, so, I mean, what? First, he said that he was hired by Kathy Hilton to take down Rinna, and then, oh, no, 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 no. Then we heard that he was hired by Lisa Rinna, and that it was all an orchestration by Lisa Rinna, and then, oh, no, no, no. Then we heard that he was, what, somehow connected to Jen Shaw? Oh, but that was fake, right? That Who did that? Somebody started a fake rumor about him. Like, stop giving this kid attention. Like, stop DMing me his BS. Stop bringing him up. We need to stop talking about him because this whole thing reeks of low budget. Okay. Low budget. Listen, and if he wants to go and post pictures about me on his Instagram stories again and talk about my face or talk about my teeth or whatever the fuck he wants to do, bring it, homie. Let's go. Let's play. Okay. The bitch ain't in the mood to play today. And if you want to play, I'm ready to go. Okay. Thank you, Nax. Low budget. Mwah. Um, okay, shall we break down the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion looks? Moving on to something, you know, more interesting than him. Um, oh, hold on. You guys have sent in some love on the YouTube. OMG. Um, Emmy got love. Thank you for the super sticker, my dear. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love that. Thank you. Um, it's a full-time job keeping up with the drama. I agree, Kenzie. It is a full-time job. Yes, it is. Uh, there's a petition going around for Bravo to investigate the origin behind these comments on Max. I think you mean Jax, Adam. Um, listen, there's a there's a new, uh, what is it, a change.org survey. There's a new one of those every other day. They don't mean anything. They don't go anywhere. They don't do anything. Thank you, Charmin BB, for the badge on Instagram. Um, any petition that you see online, 
means nothing. It's pointless. Like, I'll talk about low budget. I appreciate you bringing it up, Adam, but just moving forward, no, they don't mean anything, okay? Um, thank, uh, Emmy, the Jenny McCarthy interview was wonderful, Zach. She's such an interesting person. Thank you for that. Thank you for acknowledging that and listening to her. I know she's been a little polarizing, and um, I'm glad that so many people were willing to give her some space to actually listen to her and listen to our interview and see the real Jenny that I've known for so long. Um, Erica had no problem frightening the child. Okay. It wasn't a deliberate frightening. Like she didn't attack him intentionally. She was drunk and she made a flipping comment. She apologized for it. Garcelle forgave her. She then, uh, then went on to credit Garcelle's parenting. She credited Jax as, you know, an amazing young man. Um, I don't believe that was a microaggression either. I know people love to throw around that term, but she was commenting on the fact that he was so mature for his age, not for his background, not for his culture, not for the color of his skin. She said for being a teenager because most teenagers are buried in their phones. So boom, you need more t-shirts for your saints. Oh, what should I add add to the collection, Peggy? Let me know. Um, so no, Erica didn't frighten him and wasn't trying to attack him. She made a mistake. She apologized for his mistake. His mother accepted the apology. Hard to compare the two, okay? God, I feel like my mouth and my jar are crooked. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. What else? What else? This is why it's not fun to like have to look at yourself all day, every day, because then you nitpick everything about yourself. Oh my God. Oh my God. The badges, you guys. Um, Norma, Norma Maldonado. Norma, girl, I had a blast with you when you came on the tour, and we've been talking about going to Chef Marcos from Below Decks restaurant, Marlou, here in downtown LA. We need to set a day. I was actually thinking of doing like a no filter night out. I think like that kind of like, you know, a mini like little meetup, you know, like maybe not like 200 people, but maybe like 50 people, maybe like 30 people, you know, just like fun, small little meetups, no filter night out. Maybe we'll do a watch party for our housewives. We'll definitely have some no filter wine available at nofilterwine.com. Your husband's in the pool. Um, so if you guys are interested in that, let me know. Thank you, Norma. Thank you. S. Marquard 0823 for the three badges, my love. Smartquard, thank you. Chrissy 30. Oh, Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. How are you? Wait, Chrissy. I hope I'm not mistaking you. Did I did we did I run into you on the street in Nashville? I know I definitely I know we definitely met at the LA show. Did you also come to Nashville? If I'm confusing you with somebody else, I'm so sorry. Chef Marcos is gorgeous. Gobble me, swallow me. I went to brunch there uh, back in June. I went to Marlou for lunch. He came up to my table. He was so sweet. He took my order, like chatted me up. The bartender brought us shots. Like it was a great time. It was a great time. Um, In my opinion, I think Erica was drunk and she saw Jax as handsome and she knew that that she was going to hit on him and told him to get away. I mean, also a valid point, Norma. Also a valid point. Possibly. Possible. Um, okay. Hi, guys. Hello, hello, hello. Um, Oliver is so fun, though you can't blame Erica. Oliver is a cutie. I wasn't at the Nashville show, but I love seeing you in L.A. Yes. Okay, there's someone that looks very similar to you then that I ran into in Nashville um, that was so sweet, and she reminded me of you because I always see you in the live chat, but um, had a blast with you in L.A. 
Uh, okay, let's see. What else are you guys saying? Patrick just wants attention. Yes, we need to stop giving him attention. Ego needs to be checked. That's right, Zach. I know that's right. Shut him down, Zach. You know it. You know it. You're beautiful. Maybe he's obsessed. I see that. Um, listen, I send him love. <laughs> that's what Jenny taught me. Uh, felt very dark to me, though. What felt very dark to you? Um, oh, really? I'm so over this narrative. She was drunk. Come on now. She's an ass. Let's be real, please. You can be an ass and be a drunk or and be drunk. Not a drunk, but drunk. She was drunk. I mean, come on. She was like slipping and slurring and falling and, you know, sorry if you don't like the narrative. I'm not here to make you like me or like the truth. I'm just here to deliver it. Um, on your night out, can I please be present on Zoom? Um, well, actually, I may reach back out to Stellar or maybe we'll do something. I, I would love to include like the international audience for sure. I'm just always so afraid of um, so afraid of like one doing things on my own and then making them available online because I'm afraid nobody's ever going to show up. But that's my own insecurity. Double dipping. Ooh, Norma's on the YouTube. And well, Norma, if you're on the YouTube, you better smash that like button, girl. You better smash it. Smash it. I would fly to LA from Chicago for a Zach Pack meetup. Yes. I want to call him like a no filter night out. I think that would be kind of fun. No filter night out with no filter wine and me. And we can spill some tea. And maybe I'll invite some of my friends over too. Like, you know, some of the ones here in LA. Mm. Okay. Let's get back to it. What else is going Oh, okay. Let's do the Real Housewives of Atlanta. First of all, it's worth noting before we dive into Atlanta that NeNe Leaks, her lawsuit has been dismissed. She has voluntarily dismissed her lawsuit, which tells me there was probably some sort of settlement against Bravo. So remember, she was claiming that Bravo was racist and they have a racist environment and that they were prejudiced towards her and they blackballed her and all of these accusations that she's made. Um, well, she's now come forth and um, she's now come forth and... Or actually, well, she hasn't come forth because she hasn't spoken out about it. And because she hasn't spoken out about it, and we know Nini loves to talk, it tells me they probably did something that made her happy, whether they made a settlement and they paid her or they have given her some type of you know production deal or whatever it is. She's voluntarily dismissed the lawsuit so she can refile it again at any point in the future. Um, unlikely that she will. Bravo's probably going to do whatever they can to just kind of appease her and make her happy, you know? Boom. Um, that, that like button has been smashed. Yay. Thank you, Norma. Um, sorry to change the subject, but will you and Adam ever come to my well you adam and jason ever come to miami zach i'll totally take you out in pregame with no filter that sounds like a lot of fun um that sounds like a lot of fun i haven't been to florida in so long oh thank you muddy i haven't been to florida in so long florida i mean i feel like is always a fun time um i do have friends out in florida that i feel like i might want to go visit so i mean that sounds like a good time. Some no filter wine out in in Florida. Some nice warm beach weather. Maybe we'll do something like at a beach bar or something. I don't know. I need to find some spots. But that sounds like fun. No filter, not out. 
Let's get it, get it, get it. Ow, ow, throw them hips, girl. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. Um, shall we dive in to the Atlanta? Um, Nini got her money behind the scenes with an NDA, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. And she, you know, and her legal team was like, but voluntarily withdraw it. That way you can always refile it in the future if they don't abide by their terms, and blah, blah, blah. We'll see. Come to Denver. Ooh, Denver. I've never been to Denver. Denver, Colorado? I would love to go to Colorado. Let's do the no filter at Marlu. Um, I thought about that. He has another one, though, that's right next door to Marlu. Um, that's more of like a pub. And I want to say they did a um, below deck viewing party from his other spot. I don't remember the name of it. Shit. Norma, if you Google this, then it'll be good. But, um, yeah. Um, so I was thinking maybe his other spot, since that's more of like a pub, that might be kind of fun. Or we could do something at Marlou. I don't know. I'll have to touch base with him. He was supposed to come on the podcast, um, and I just have to kind of follow up with him, but that would be kind of fun. Emily D. Baker said that if she got, that if Nini got a settlement, it would be dismissed with prejudice. Yes, I do know that. However, I feel like there had to there had to have been a reason she just voluntarily was like Burrow. Yes, that's right. Norma Burrow is the other one that's right next door to Marlou. So maybe something at Burrow. I don't know. I'll talk to Chef Marcos and see. Um, but yes, Emily. Right. Um, that's why I don't think there was a blatant settlement, but I feel like they had to have given her something, a reason to drop it. I don't believe. She dropped it. Like, there had to have been a reason. She also hasn't spoken out about it, unless she really believed that she was going to lose or they had something on her, which I don't believe either. Um, I don't know. Some, there was something, and an NDA had to have been signed because nobody is talking about it. We'll have to see. Denver was fun. Wishes from Scotland. Hello, Maria. Maria Skinner from Scotland. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, let's do it. Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion looks. Let's get to them. Okay, first up, we got Candy Burris. Hello, Candy. So I added a little tagline to each of them. So that way, you know, we can, uh, I'm curious to know which ones are your faves and which ones aren't your faves. But anyway, I add a little tagline. So for for Candies, I've I've added, This look is inspired by Marie Antoinette. And yes, today, heads will fly. So for people listening to the the podcast, I'm going to try to describe these looks as best as I can. So Candy is wearing a, um, it's a long pink velvet dress. And it's got like some, I don't know, you guys may have to help me in the live chat on YouTube. If you're watching this on the Instagram, I apologize that you can't see these. You can see them on the actual Instagram account, but... Candy's wearing like this pink velvet dress. It's very long. We can see that the it's very high up on the the left thigh. It's not sleeveless, but it has like those little drapey thingies over the sides of the arms. Um, I think she looks good. I love the pink velvet. Velvet's always a, oh, embroidery. Yes, thank you, Stacy. So it's got some nice embroidery around the torso. Um, very. I would say it's elegant, but not 
over the top. Like, I feel like most people, when they come to the reunions, they really try to go big and above and beyond. Um, Candy, I think, looks really good. I think it's it's a classy dress. Is it my favorite? I don't know if I would say it's my favorite, but it's definitely really nice. Velvet's always really hard to pull off. So when you can pull off velvet, I think it looks stellar. And I think she looks great. The hair is very voluminous. It's very high. Very simple. Doesn't seem to be, it shouldn't seem to really add any highlights or any real color. There are some, some low lights in her hair. Um, it's a very understated but elegant dress. Then we get to Marlo. And Marlo, my tagline for her is, just like me, this dress knows how to do the most. And it's literally too much over the top the most. So it's got lots of cutouts and half of her, so it, it's like wrapped around her, the dress, okay? Half of it has like this like sparkly um, sequence sort of style. All of the dresses kind of fit in like these peachy undertones of like orange, peach, pink. Um, so she's wearing this very like soft, light, light coral, light um, tan sort of color. It looks to be like a sequence fabric. And then there's this tulle fabric that's also wrapped around as well. It's ugly. Like, I don't even know how else to describe it other than ugly and too much. Way the most. Like, she got her peach and I'm ready to ask for a refund because this is not what we ordered, Marlo. You should have known better. This looks like something she put together herself. I don't know if anybody ever watched Flavor of Love's Charm School or Flavor of Love and they had that Charm School hosted by Monique where the girls had to design their own dresses. And then we had Shatar, aka Hottie, who literally took the curtains, the drapes off and then made a dress out of the drapes. It kind of looks like that's what Marlo did is she decided she was just going to take some fabrics from around the house and throw them together and kind of just tie them all around her body. It's not cute. It's just not cute. Kind of reminds me of like a broke back seahorse. Um, okay, then we get to Drew. Drew looks nice. We have long, dark hair, very wavy, looks great. Looks like there's a side part there. Um, whereas I think her hair has been a lot lighter and a lot more blonde throughout the season. Here she has a very dark mane. Um, my tagline for her is sit back because we know her tagline this season was um, I'm going to keep you on the edges of your seat. Well, my tagline for her at the reunion is sit back because the bone collector came to dazzle you with a new identity because she looks brand new. She looks fresh and we know that she's got lots of identities. Um, so she's wearing also this like I wouldn't even call this necessarily peach. It's a little more of on the pink side, but it, it looks very like prom quinceanera style dress like sexy quinceanera you know like I didn't have one when I was 15 so we decided we were gonna have one as a grown woman she's got long gloves it looks like it's made out of like a silk or a um what is that word the other not silk but the other satin it looks like it's a satin dress long satin gloves and then half of her is like fully bedazzled like her and her daughter just spent the whole night putting together jewels from Michael's and they put them all over the dress to make it look like you know I don't know some Pirates of the Caribbean type shit she also has one leg showing it's her right leg so it has a very high uh, leg slit 
Then we get into Kenya Moore. I'm not a fan of Drew's look. Not a fan of Marlo's look. I think Marlo's look is probably second to worst. Um, Drew's look, I would say, falls somewhere in the middle. Then we get to Kenya. Some people really loved Kenya's look. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's the, the Jetsons lost in space. It's very futuristic. Also, two different tones, two different fabrics. That definitely seems to be a trend of the two, of the combo of the two fabrics. Um, it looks very futuristic. It has like a a pleather undertone and then over that it has uh like a, a more closer to like a neon or coral e orange um she looks great my tagline for her is i made sure to bring two tones to match my two personalities kenya looks great her hair looks great it's very um very wavy Got the curls rocking out. Looks like she got some highlights put in. So we're darker towards the root, a little lighter blonde towards the ends. Um, I think Kenya looks great. I would say Kenya's maybe my number two. Maybe two. Yeah, I would say maybe two or three. I think Kenya looks great. I love that it's very trendy. Um, it's something, it's a dress that'll go out of style soon. But then we get into Sanya. Sanya. Horrible. The worst. Definitely worse dressed. And her tagline, since she's like, I may be the rookie, but this is my first rodeo or something like that. I made her tagline, I may be a rookie. And with this dress, you sure can tell. Sanya does not look great. There's some, okay. I don't mean to sound like a bitch and I'm going to sound like a bitch. But so the thing is, Sanya has very high arched eyebrows and she has, you know, a larger than life forehead. Okay. We can land a spaceship on that. Beautiful woman. But listen, some of us have a little bit more. Some of us have a little bit less. Okay? Not trying to be a bitch. But, you know, it's in my blood. Um, So I think when you have, a like, listen, like, Teresa Judice has no forehead. So sometimes you have to, you have to um, play to your strengths, right? So... With Sanya, her hair is slicked. It's short and slicked down. So to me, all it does is accentuate her forehead, you know, because there isn't a whole lot else. Like if there was a little bit more hair going on, then I think it would kind of balance her out. Whereas right now, her look just kind of looks very alieny, you know, it's like half a dress. It's similar to Marlo's in that it's like this two tone, similar to Marlo and Kenyon, that it's definitely two tones, two fabrics. But more similar to Marlowe's in the sense that it like is like a wrapped sort of vibe. Um, half of it seems to be satin and the other half seems to be like a just a totally different dress with like a neck to it. So like half of her is very covered up and the other half is very exposed and revealed. It looks like, you know, she's wearing a, a satin pink bra um, a strapless satin pink bra, and we just see half of that on one side of her body. Like, it's bad. It's bad all around. The hair is really bad. It makes her forehead look way larger than it actually is. She's a beautiful woman, but I don't think that this accentuates any of her assets, um, except her arms. Her arms look incredible toned. She definitely looks like an Olympian, in case anybody didn't know it was an Olympian. She was an Olympian. Um... Okay, then the final look is Cherie, and I think Cherie wins and takes the cake. I think Cherie, Kenya, Candy, Drew, Marlo, and last has to be Sonya. 
Um, but definitely I like Cherie at the top because she's wearing a dress. It definitely shows off the cleavage. Um, her hair is probably my favorite of all the women. It's just very voluptuous. It's very long. It's very flowy. She's got some really nice highlights that really, you know, open up her face, open up her eyes. Her makeup is very understated, but looks very elegant, very classy, very glam. And she's wearing a long orange dress that is cut out. It has like a big slit cut out across the boobs and her boobs look ginormous but she looks great like I don't think this this dress is she by Sheree um but it's okay because it's actually really great she by Sheree did not come to play and she is the real moment at this reunion the dress is very form-fitting it shows off her curves her arms are shown off very beautifully they look very toned just like Sonia's and I think Sheree killed it. Sheree definitely gets my best dressed for the evening. Ooh, so many comments. You guys have so many thoughts about this. Um, Sheree did not read the memo. All the ladies' thighs and Sheree shows boobage. That's why I think I like it. The other ladies were doing things that were just a little too similar, and it just wasn't bringing it. Everyone seems to think to agree on Instagram. Everyone thinks Sheree is bringing it. Um, guys, when you do comment in the live chats, being that I'm kind of going back and reading the comments, let me know who you're talking about. So don't just say she looks great or she doesn't look great. Say Sheree looks great or I love Kenya's dress. That way I know who you're actually talking about. Um, okay. What else? What else? What else? Sonia's dress looks incomplete. I agree. Um, yeah, no Santa, no Sonia, no girl, my eyes. Yeah, Sonia's look is definitely the great. Um, Adam agrees that Kenya's dress is Jetson looking. I kind of like that futurist, futuristic Jetson vibe, though. I actually think it's great. Looks like Cherie got new boobs, and good for her. She's putting that Real Houses of Atlanta paycheck to work, honey. She put it to work. Work, 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 work. Is that glove attached to her dress? Ayoko, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm sorry. I think Candy is the best. Marlo is the worst. Interesting. I definitely think Sonya is the worst. Um, only because Marlo's hair looks great. Marlo's hair and makeup look good. I like Marlo's shoes. Very on trend. The dress is just awful. Whereas Sonya, hair looks bad. Hair makes the face and makeup not look great. Not. I like Drew the most. Really, Tia? Drew? I think Drew's was good, but I didn't think Drew's was a knockout. Again, it felt very like DIY for Michaels. Um, and those is the looks. That's Nene. That's Sheena and Brock. That's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We didn't have a new episode this week, but hopefully, or not hopefully, we'll be back next week with Aspen. The reunion's going to be taping in a few weeks, so get ready for it. I know I'm ready. Candy's my fave. Okay, Peggy. Okay. Okay. Any other closing thoughts, feelings, vibes? The top three for me are Drew, Kenya, and Cherie. Me too. I would say, oh, I put Candy in there. Um, I guess I wouldn't put Candy above Kenya. So actually, oh, I wouldn't put Drew in my top three at all. My top three, I think, will remain Cherie, Kenya, and Candy. I would say Cherie number one, Kenya number two, Candy number three, Drew number four, Marlo number five, and then number six will keep Sanya. 
And will Andy come in a peach suit as well? He always tends to match whatever's going on. I don't think he'll go with a dark suit. He's probably going to go with maybe a tan or a lighter, um, like more natural neutral color is what I would envision Andy coming. Or he's going to wear something that complements them. And maybe it'll be like a, a blue, like a really light, soft blue color. I can see that. He's going to go along with this like beachy. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think the the theme was beachy, but it seems to kind of fit with, um, or maybe it is beachy because I'm trying to think like was it inspired by the Jamaica trip? I'm not sure what inspired these looks, but I will say yeah, I could see blue too, Mallory. Do we know seating for Atlanta? Not yet. I'm pretty sure we'll get that in the next couple of weeks when the trailer for it drops, right? Because, oh, so we just got the Dubai trailer, the Dubai looks. Listen, you guys know I'm not interested in covering Dubai. I'm not even going to pretend. All of their dresses were awful. Um, Who was the one? Ayan? I think Ayan was probably the best dressed. Caroline Stanbury was the worst dressed. Her dress was awful. You guys can go and look at those. I didn't even post those to the Instagram. I'm not interested. I heard it was Peach in Jamaica. Yeah, I can see that because the set seemed to be Jamaica-inspired, and then the dresses were all Georgia Peach color inspiration. Yes, I agree. Roro. I think they did the peach pink color thieves because of the Jamaica trip. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. And I know they've done that in recent for recent reunions. Um, I believe they did it for the Dallas girls. I believe they did it for Potomac when they were all wearing yellow. So they definitely like to center it around. I know Beverly Hills' reunion, the outfits were the worst ever because there was no cohesion to it. And the set was Kathy's backyard, which looked nothing like Kathy's backyard. It was all so bad. Uh, which was disappointing considering how great of a reunion or how a, how much of a highly anticipated reunion it was. I couldn't even finish watching Dubai. Same. I didn't even try. I didn't even care. I'm not going to watch the reunion. Maybe I'll watch the reunion because usually for the housewives that I didn't really invest in, I like watching the reunion because it kind of rehashes everything and gives us a synopsis of what was bro- of what went on during the season. So that's typically how I'll get into housewives shows is by watching the reunions first. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll go back and rewatch this season. So I will probably watch the Dubai reunion. It better not be more than two parts. We do not need more than two parts of the Dubai reunion. Also the trailer for the Dubai reunion did not seem to hook me at all. It seemed very blah. How awesome would it have been if everyone wore she by Sheree? I mean, I don't think that'll ever happen, but I don't know if I would say awesome as much as I would say I think it would be hilarious. Um, okay, any closing final thoughts before we wrap up for the night, guys? Um, also, I just wanted to mention I was on, I was back on the Ringer Dish this week. I'm having so much fun. They've been asking me to do a couple of guest spots for uh, the Spotify show, the Ringer Dish. It's been a blast. I've been having so much fun. I believe last month I did two episodes with them. One was on Victoria's Secrets, uh, Hulu documentary, Angels and Demons. And then the second one was on, uh, I've been doing their pop culture history lessons, which are really fun, um, especially because you guys know I love pop culture and you know I love a good deep dive. So last month I did Rock of Love, it's 15 year anniversary where we dove into that show. And then I also did Victoria's Secret, Angels and Demons, the documentary. And then just this week I did... Um, a history lesson for Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. 
their relationship, the Tomcat relationship, that was a lot of fun. And I also did one on the VMAs. So I believe the VMA episode comes out on Friday and then the Tomcat episode came out today. So that was a blast. Love your polls about Jenny McCarthy. Wasn't that fun to kind of revisit her career? I had a blast with that. But if you guys haven't done so yet, go to Spotify, check out The Ringer Dish. I've been doing a couple of guest spots with them. It's been fun. I've been having a blast. So hopefully they'll have me on more. Definitely will listen. Thank you. And if you do happen to listen, then definitely like if you listen, um, then like leave a review and be like, oh my God, I love Zach Peter. He's the best. So yeah. Your channel is so diverse and interesting. Thank you, Norma. Love your interviews lately. What? Can, when can we expect another? Hopefully soon. I've been working on getting some other big interviews. Listen, I just delivered you Meredith and I just delivered you Jenny. Um, there will definitely be lots more fun interviews to come. Would love to see you on Carlos King's podcast. That would be great. That would be fun. DM him and tell him you want me on and maybe he'll we'll have something. Maybe I'll, I'll DM him too. Ooh, okay. I feel like we should do an after party because I do have an update for you guys. Um, and I'm curious to know what you think. You're probably going to get mad at me and you're probably going to hate me. But um, yes, I will do after party. For those of you that are new, we'd like to do after party on my personal Instagram account, which is at Just Plain Zach. So you can head over there to follow me at Just Plain Zach on my personal account. We'll do after party. Those don't get saved anywhere. Those are just fun lives where we really let loose and have fun. So I will be doing after party and I will give you an update. Still trying to get on Juicy Scoop. Um, I haven't reached out, but I would love to. So I think maybe I will. Maybe when I have something new to promote, something exciting to promote, I'll definitely go on Juicy Scoop. Um, okay. It's a great candle company that would love to send you something. Oh, yay. DM me. That would be great. I love candles. I love candles. Okay, thank you guys for listening. Hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. If you're watching this on YouTube, before you leave, smash the like button, hit the subscribe button if you enjoyed tonight's live. We go live every Tuesdays for our book clubs, and then we we go live every Thursdays to spill some tea. We're currently wrapping up Holly Madison's book, Down the Rabbit Hole. So we'll finish the final four chapters of that next this upcoming Tuesday. And then after that, we'll be doing a book club that'll be focused on the Secrets of Playboy documentary where I'll break down all 12 episodes in that one book club. So thank you guys. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Keep up with the podcast and all the latest reality tea at No Filter with Zach. And get some No Filter wine at nofilterwine.com. Housewives inspired wine, 30% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. Must be 21 or older to order. Please step responsibly. Love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And I will talk to you um, on Monday. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye-bye.